getting you set for all of Sunday's NFL action. It's the Sunday Spread on the BetQL Network with Super Bowl champion Barrett Brooks, Devin Caney, and your host, Sean Bell. Presented by BetMGM. Welcome back. It's week eight of the Sunday Spread with your crew, Sean Bell, Devin Caney, Barrett Brooks. Week eight and... I don't know what's going on. I'm be honest with y'all. I don't know what's going on out in these streets right now with these teams. So so many inconsistencies, losing me money. What's going on with uh, what's going on with Bijan Robinson? What's what's going on with some of these individuals who ain't getting playing time? The NFL has to ask these individuals, hey, is something going on here? Are you not reporting something? And because that's losing millions of dollars for a lot of people by you not playing certain individuals. So. A lot of randomness so far through seven weeks. But again, we're here for week eight to give you the best of the best. How we doing? Uh, you know, I totally am, am right there with you, Sean. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's happening uh, this season in the NFL. It's so hard to predict, but it just makes betting even more fun. So, you know, excited to get into these games. It, when, when Vegas is losing, that's when you know something's going on. Because they yeah. usually have a pulse on it. Nobody has a pulse on what's going on in the NFL right now. I mean, how do we not go in? How did the Eagles not go in and, and score at that time? You know what I mean? They take a knee. They stop. I mean, I'm, I, I mean, Miami blew out. You know, the Denver Broncos then turn around and take a knee. The Eagles take a knee. I'd want to blow them out. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't, I don't know. I don't. I mean, it's just this. This week was crazy. Two weeks earlier was even crazier. I don't know what's going on in the NFL. I had a lot of bets that was. You won three out of four of the parlay. Four oh, of the I five. So five many. out of six. Like it was like week every, seven was tough. Yes. Every parlay I had was like I was mostly right. I was yeah. 75, 80% right. <laughs> but I ain't winning no money because I wasn't right on that one thing. All of a sudden, Stefan Diggs doesn't want to have 80 plus yards. All, you know what I mean? <laughs> all of a sudden, B. John Robinson doesn't play. All this like all of a sudden these things, Cooper Cup. I was raving about Cooper Cup, almost bonus bet style. Cooper yeah, Cup. what, what, what was his to- his points total? Or, I mean, points total, his yards total was like what uh, sub thirty? Yes, I think. it was like thirty <laughs> yards and like four catches. Why, why Puka? Puka's who, going who, off. Who was going crazy yeah. after doing nothing since Cooper Cup got back. I said, "What are we doing?" And the funny thing about that is, this is, mm. you know, you you learn things the more and more you bet, right? Like mm. I was betting a, a good amount before, but now I'm really I start to ramp it up, and I was like. Why would I have this one bet in multiple things? Like, you know, when you're so sure about something, <laughs> you Cooper put it Cup, in multiple you parlays. You put it in multiple yeah. parlays. Yeah. Cooper Cup's going to get over seven. Or sometimes catches? I forget, like, I'll play something earlier in the week yeah. and then Sunday rolls around, I'll do like a last minute one and then it, it yeah. messes Cooper me Cup's up on multiple. Seven catches? I'm going to put that in three parlays. <laughs> nope. And that's the one bet that messes up all three parlays for me last week because Cooper Cup does oh, nothing so while Puka goes crazy. Bro, it's it, to the point now. I tried to start early, go in with the Bills, and what happens in this game? My guy, Diggs, does nothing. <laughs> does nothing. How is that? You know what I'm saying? Does nothing. I mean, I, I'm going into the third quarter. He has like 40 yards. Yeah. On like seven or eight catches, too. Yeah. I took, L on that, on? I took that L on that parlay on Thursday too. Like everything else was right. Right. The win total, the money line, the win total, the uh, I mean, score. Sorry, the the scoring total, the what uh, Josh Allen's gonna do. I said, ah, he's gonna get two plus touchdowns, easy money. He's gonna get over two hundred fifty yards, easy money. Just Stefan. Just Stefan. Just Stefan not having the game that he's had 
all year long. So yeah, I had him for in any time touchdown. It's crazy. The Bills have played twice yep. since we last spoke because uh, mm-hmm. they were the Thursday night game and like. Just the Bills as a whole, I feel like, are representative of this NFL season so far. Like, it makes no sense. They knocked me out of my survivor pool back in week seven. So <laughs> right. You thank still you, mad about that. <laughs> Josh Allen, for that. <laughs> and then, yeah, I had Stefan Diggs in several parlays. Uh, actually, the Bucks messed up my parlay for Thursday night. Chris Godwin, I had uh, getting at least 70 yards. He had 54. So 16 yards off there. <laughs> Close. Mm. But Perfect. That, yeah. Perfect. It's tough. Perfect. We'll get it back this week. I had somebody. I, I got to look at my tweets during the break. I had somebody going for 49, 49 and a half. <laughs> I had Devontae Smith. <laughs> we, we'll get to that later, Barry. Come on, man. Come on, man. Give me oh, a break I'm for so a second. I'm so excited. We have no choice to get to that. I had Devontae <laughs> Smith going over 49 and a half yards. Mm. He had 49 yards. Oh no! No, he had forty nine yards, no. and I believe he had forty nine yards going into the third quarter, fourth quarter. I believe at forty nine mm. yards. That's how one of my parlay. That's how annoying of a week I had. Wow. Forty nine and a half. He gets forty nine. So you couldn't get one more yard. One more yard on that play. You went out of bounds for your last catch. That's tough. And then you don't go through him to the rest of the game. It was That's just AJ tough. Brown. I was like, I, you listen. I picked y'all to win. I want y'all to eat. <laughs> but but somebody else got to eat. Devonte got to eat one more time. So. Yeah, frustration. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> frustration. I've lost quite a few bets this this week, uh, this season by mm. yards, like small yardage. Yeah, like one yard, two yards, five. I don't know yards. if I've ever if I've no, I've definitely had one lose by a very small margin in the past, but like recently, I feel like they're all like ten yards off. Like my Thursday night one was like sixteen yards right, off. So right, like right. I can't be that mad because that's that's not very close. The one yard, <laughs> yeah, one yard made me furious. So let's go to. Teams that have been inconsistent. We've been saying that. We told you All mentioned the Buffalo Bills earlier, right? Like, oh my God, they the can, Bills! They can beat anybody or lose to anybody. It feels like that. It's, that's who they are. Yeah. Cowboys. I don't know if they can beat anybody, but there's been times where they've looked like they that look team. right they, at the like, start of the season. They looked like they could potentially be anybody, and now it's not so yes. much. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's it goes back and forth. They mm-hmm. let's start with our first game of the week: the Rams facing the Cowboys. Rams are three and four. Again, one last week. Pretty good team, right? They, they'll give it to you if you're not on your on your tippy toes, right? The Cowboys four and two at Dallas Cowboys favored six and a half, uh, over under forty five and a half. By the way, I was in Dallas last week. Why? A friend of mine <laughs> lives in Dallas for work. Okay, it's a nice city. Is it? I'm, I'm, you know, I hate Dallas and all of that for their team and the fans, but. Nice city, nice people. Hmm. They're actually nice people too. It's you nice know, city you... and nice people. I, I Dev's like, uh, uh-uh, I'm not even gonna try like, to go down. I don't yet. like the concept of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's Listen, bigger, huh? You, yeah. you, you don't get that right. There's right. a lot of things I don't like about uh, Texas, also. But going down to Dallas, I was like, uh, nice place. I've had I've had fun in Dallas. You know, you know what I mean. You'll have some good. Over- I even went to a rodeo. Wow. In I Fort really, Worth. Yeah. I yeah, see, I've been to, I've spent more time in Fort Worth than Dallas okay. just for work. But like it's not it's you know, it's yeah. Texas. Fort Worth is whatever. It's Texas. But Dallas is a nice city. <laughs> uh, I'm you, sorry. It, and it takes you all day to get from one place to the other. It does. It's like California yeah. that way. It's right. all so spread out. Right, right. Yeah. 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 So but with that said, you know what I mean? Show Dallas a little love. What are you thinking? I'll start with you, Dev, since you hmm. despise even thinking about Dallas and anything that is Dallas. <laughs> uh, Texas Rangers, by the way. The Philadelphia Phillies should have been playing the Texas Rangers. Don't remind me. Another story. <laughs> I'm literally, I'm choking. <laughs> I'm so Dev needs, needs a drink. See, <laughs> I, Dev, I'll give you a break because 
I'm, I'm sorry I'm mentioning Texas. We'll go to you. All right. I mean, just, just looking at the game, um, Cowboys favored by six and a half. I, I really think at this point that they are going to go out there and, and, and beat up on this Rams team. They can rush the pass. Mm-hmm. That's one thing they can do. So I would go with the points, even though six and a half is a lot. Rams at three and four, they have potential if their offense is <clears> clicking, man. I mean, and but – I don't know. I mean, anytime you got, you know, your guy and he gets below 40 yards, I mean, what is going on? I mean, they just, are they just snake bit or something? What is going on with them? But I mean, I, I would go with the points, six and a half. I like that. But then, you know, you look at, you know, Michael Gallup, you know, I, 38 and a half yards. Mm-hmm. I think he gets that sleeping against that defense. I think he gets that sleeping. Okay. You know? Okay. So you, do you think they cover <laughs> They're going to cover for sure. Oh, okay. So you think this is a solid, easy dub? No question. Cause, cause Wait, point, easy dub for Dallas? For Dallas, yes. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think because, you know, Michael Parsons just gave Philly all this love. And since he gave him all that love, that's like, that's like you know, wave your hand over here while you're doing this over here. You know what I'm saying? Trying to... You no, know, that's just because Michael Parsons wants to play for the Eagles. I think so also. <laughs> I think so also. Like, it's getting obvious at this point. Right, right. He's a, he's a he PA, he's a PA boy. He's from he here. Said, he said they're the best team in the NFL. So I'll give him props on that. I would go into six and a half points. I think they cover. Um, Gallup's a safe bet. You know, 38 and a half. Um, 38 yeah. and a half is Gallup's uh, receiving. receiving? Yeah. I, I mean, which is low, I feel, but also it is. That's I'll what I'm take saying. it. Yeah, I do think he's due for a game where he he goes off uh, and is almost like equivalent to CeeDee Lamb as Dak's favorite receiver. Um, I like the Rams plus six and a half. I like them covering. I don't, I don't know if they're going to win, but I think it will be a closer game. Um, the Rams are two and one on the road so far this season. Um the the Cowboys are just one of those inconsistent teams that we mentioned earlier in the show. Like they started off the season looking like this dominant force. And now you just don't really know which version of Dak you're going to get each game. They're coming off a bye. I don't know if that's going to help them or hurt them. Um, so I think the Rams are going to keep this one close. They are going to have to work around the Cowboys defense. So in terms of props, I also like Rams rushing props. So Daryl Henderson over 43 and a half rush yards. And I think it's also get right spot for Cooper Cup, who had sub 30 receiving yards <laughs> in week seven. Uh, his receiving total right now is 84 and a half on BetMGM. I like the over. I think it's a get right spot for Cooper Cup. I'm nervous. For what? I, for I, Cooper I, or for the game? Ever since Cooper's got uh, came back, I bet that. But last week made me real nervous to bet Cooper, yeah. Cooper again. Now, it makes perfect sense that, hey. We got to force feed you the ball a little bit because you didn't have the game you had last right. week. But again, if, if everyone's saying we're going to take Cooper away and you're going to get Puka a certain amount of touches, then it makes sense. Now, again, the Dallas Cowboys, you got Stefan Gilmore. Where does he go? Because mm. then the other guy's going to eat, right? right. Like right. If, if, right. if they have, a, and again, sorry. Well, I, but that's a, that's a reason why I, I kind of am going with Cooper Cup because he's going to go on one person. He's going to go on the guy who just put up over 100 receiving yards, Puka rather than Cooper Cup, who Is had 29 receiving yards. That's true. But that, that's what – do they say, no, the game plan still to just keep Cooper down? I don't think Puka can do that against us. Or is the game plan to do the other opposite where, okay, we'll, we'll let our second quarterback uh, deal with Cooper while giving him some help and letting St- Stephon – like, you know, I don't know how the Dallas Cowboys are going to actually play that, which makes me nervous. Now, yeah. I do think the Dallas Cowboys win this game. I'm a little too nervous to bet that the Rams – 
that they're going to get the over the six and a half like you, Barrett. I feel like the Rams might cover this game only because, again, I know Dallas is at home, but Dallas has been that inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, well, that's the that's my major reason is that they're going to be at home. And that's, you know, I mean, but you're right. I mean, mm-hmm. come on now. Puka, 70, what is it, 76 and a half? That's a lot. That's a lot of yards, man. And then you got 76 and a half. Then you go with Cooper Cup, 85 and a half. They both can't eat like that. Yeah, they're both not going to eat. That's why I was like a little nervous. You got to pick one. One of them's going to eat. Right. You would. I. I. I tend to agree with Dad that it should be Cooper. They may force feed him the yeah. ball. Well, because sure he's, he's their guy. Like he. Yeah. He's their established receiver, right. and they're right. gonna want to force feed it to yes. him. And that's yes. why I think. And they did that all last year, anyways. For the yeah. last so, two years, they force fed. Let's let's move on to this next game. Vikings Packers Packers have been so disappointing to me. Uh, Vikings Packers Vikings people. three and four Packers two and four Vikings favored in this game even though it's in Green Bay by a point and a half over under forty two. Kirk Cousins coming off smoking the San Francisco 49ers in a defense that was I don't know what their ranking was but it's certainly a top three defense. Kirk, mm-hmm. a guy who never plays well in prime time, is coming off a game where he played extremely well in prime time. You have to think coming off of that game, despite it being at Green Bay, that he follows up with another good one. Devin, what do you think? Yeah, it's it's another one of those teams where it's like, what happened, but in a good way to, to Kirk Cousins. <laughs> like, I feel like a few weeks ago, we were all talking about Kirk Cousins potentially, you know, being traded and the Vikings just starting to sell off, you know, pieces and, and start a rebuild type uh a season but it looks like they've turned things around you know they they handed the 49ers their second consecutive loss um I feel like this has potential to be a trap game though because they could be riding that high from beating the 49ers um and it was you know an impressive performance but they could underestimate their opponent in the Green Bay Packers who have been disappointing Mm -hmm. but also aren't terrible they're not the Panthers um, and the spread isn't that big. It's a really small spread. It's what one and a half points. And a half. It's basically mm. a pick 'em. So I don't know if I can confidently say, "Oh, the Vikings minus one and a half here." Um, I like a few, you know, props in this one. Kirk Cousins threw for three hundred and seventy-eight yards on the 49ers defense. That was crazy. Right that there. and well, he's already been putting up pretty big numbers. Like mm-hmm. you wouldn't think that he's had the season that he's had if you just looked at Kirk Cousins' stats for a lot of these games. Um, so I do like over passing yards for Kirk Cousins. And I also like Aaron Jones because uh, I, I think that the Packers offense is going to run more on this Vikings defense. But in terms of a side, I don't have a strong opinion in this one. Got you. What you got, Barrett? I, I, I'm going to say in looking at it, you know, just go with the prop bets because um, I don't know. Either team has not shown me anything to be confident in what they, they do as a unit. But, I mean, individuals. Then you got to look at, you know, Jordan Addison came out and just ripped ripped the 49ers in half. Breakout bro. game. I mean, he he was cooking them. And, you know, that offensive line was really the the, the major reason why they won that game. So mm-hmm. um, I like their offensive line blocking the front of the um, of the Green Bay Packers. So, I mean, I would go with all the bets, you know, like, you know, Jordan Addison going out there and making mm-hmm. some things happen. But, you know, K.J. Osborne, 41 and a half, I'll go with that you also. Go with that. Who you do you like in the game? I'm going to go with the Vikings Vikings. I, I'm with the Vikings too. I think the Vikings win this game just because. But would you it, put money on it? I would. Okay. I would. I would. I just think the Packers are having that bad of a go. Yeah. This could be a trap game, but I think the Vikings are. The it's Packers are getting rid of the coach, that man. bad of a go. It's terrible down there. So I like Kirk Cousins to continue to play well because it's a one o'clock game. 
I mean, he's going to play well in the 1 o'clock game. Hey, listen, <laughs> we're going to continue with the Sunday spread again. We got Falcons, Titans next. We got Saints, Colts, and so much more, along with some of our best bets throughout the show. Once again, Sean Bell, Devin Caney, Barrett Brooks, presented by BetMGM. This is the Sunday spread. Welcome back to the Sunday spread. Once again, Devin Caney, Sean Bell, Barrett Brooks, kicking it with you. Listen, coming on up. Next, Falcons, Titans, it's weird because before we even address the game and who's favored, Bijan Robinson, one carry, three yards. That's all he got last week. The whole world was trying to find out what's going on. The NFL had to call and ask, mm-hmm. right? We didn't really get any answers. And my first thought, Barrett, I want to go to you on this was, oh, he missed curfew, right? Like if there's no injury designation, he missed curfew, something mm-hmm. happened with you know what I mean? Him being out in these streets, being out in the city, something happened with a 21-year-old doing something that's not on board with the team guidelines because that's the only reason I can figure that he didn't play. You you don't put your your best player out there and 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 give him one carry. It's got to be some type of disciplinary action is the reason why he he didn't play. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I I at this point I don't know what he did, but it's foolish for the team to do it anyways. You know, still though you got to let him play. You know, back in my day when I played, oh, it didn't matter. You know, it it it, it was levels of of of, of discipline action. Mm-hmm. The higher ups, the the big name players, their discipline was a lot different from my mid levelness. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying if I'm right there, so I might be out and might even play the game. But you, we might sit you for a couple of plays, and then we're gonna get you back out there. So he he did something. It had to been some type of discipline action or something of that nature. You know, because. It didn't seem like he was hurt or he wasn't on the injury report. Yeah, but then what's the point of playing him for what? One, one carry. One he had one carry. carry. I don't know how many plays. Like if you're disciplining carry. him, why would you play him at all? Right? Because they it's knew they, they should have played him. And they thought about mm. it. Be like, you know what? We're not going to do it. We're not going to mm. do it. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, because normally, like you said, you see one drive. Right, right. Right, like one, you know, one play. Well, think about. Put a, um, put a whole game to do that. Who did Bill Belichick uh before Super Bowl 52, the defensive player that Patriots fans love to say they would have won. Right, because he missed curfew because he was out. He wasn't listening to, to the rules. And Bill Belichick said, I don't care if it's a Super Bowl. You're not playing at all. Which and is sure, crazy to me. That's but it's Bill crazy. Belichick. Your secondary, okay? your secondary is getting lit up and it's the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I'll take it as an Eagles <laughs> fan. But like, if you're gonna, my point is if you're going to discipline someone, they're not going to play at all. And like we didn't know that that was the reason why Malcolm Butler didn't play. Yeah, I mean for that's a not while. concrete. Yeah, you know we mean I, I'm, I'm just guessing. I'm just knowing from my prior experience. Yeah, you don't sit your best player, you know, and he yeah. has potential to be their best player. Yeah. So, so weird circumstances. We'll see. Which is why staying away from anything Bijan in this game because you have to, right? The coach didn't give any lightning of hey. Last week, discipline. This week, he's playing. We mm-hmm. we don't know if now this individual may just be in a doghouse because he did something so bad that you're like, you're you're rarely going to play and you're going to be a practice squad player and work yourself up. We don't know <laughs> what time that coach is on. So that's one thing that, to me, everybody should stay away from. But again, Falcons, Titans, Falcons favoring this game by two and a half. Falcons, four and three. Uh, they're talking about playoffs over there. Money line for the Falcons, minus 145. Plus 120 for Tennessee. Dev, I'll start with you. What do you like in this game? Uh, I mean, I kind of like the under in this one, um, even though it's pretty low, 35 and a half. Both of these teams have held opponents to under 20 points this season. Um, I like the Falcons in this one because I feel like the Titans, given the moves that they've made, you know, they traded Kevin Bayard, their safety, to 
the Eagles. Uh, they're shopping Derrick Henry. There's rumors mm. that they are like really the only guy who's doing anything for them offensively. So it just feels like they're kind of thrown in the towel here where the Falcons seem like a young and hungry team, even though they do have confusing circumstances with B. John Robinson. Um, Titans passing attack, one of the worst in the NFL. Like, I just think that the Falcons are going to win this one. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but the spread's pretty small. So I think the Falcons can win and cover it. Got you. What you got, Barrett? Uh, I, I'm going the same. I'm going the same thing. I think Falcons do cover on this, you know, two and a half points. I think they do win this game. And just like you said, they're having a barn sale. Anytime you let your, you know, a, a Pro Bowl caliber safety leave. Right. Come on. I mean, I don't know what Howard Roseman is doing. He is finessing that Titans team. I don't know if he has, you know, his witchcraft or whatever it is, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> with this being Halloween, but he is finessing them out of their best players. So um, in, in saying that, I think they have just given up everything. Um, you know, I don't see I, I don't see at this point even Derrick Henry being a factor in this game because, number one, they're trying to trade him before Tuesday. So he might not be, even be on the team. So I wouldn't even go with those uh, – those numbers, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you don't think he'd play at all, or if he did, he wouldn't really make an impact? Well, I mean, if he's on the team, you know, I don't, I, I, they just probably wiped off the board. Six, 63 and a half rushing yards. <laughs> I think he would do that. Mm -hmm. He would make that happen if he was on a team. So I, I, mean, I wouldn't bet it at this point. Um, B. John Robinson, man, you know, you guys, you guys are scaring me, but. I think he's gonna. I, I think he knows. All right, I'm not gonna get in any more trouble. And uh, he 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 goes and he's gonna. I'm going with the 48 and a half points. I know you guys are gunshot on him because for the past what three weeks he snake bit you guys. You know, but I'm going with him. This is the first time I'm going with him, and this is the first time he's gonna get over 48 and a half. Okay. Yo, I'm you, going he's, with he's the new uh, Travis Etienne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your new Travis. <laughs> my right? new project. He's my new project. <laughs> right? And like, I, look, I have to say, Travis Etienne's been doing really well. I Absolutely. think he's had three straight games with uh, two or more touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. We'll he, get to he's, that game. He's though. been balling. But again, yeah. but, I, I, but see, I'm, also, Kyle Pitts, 33 and a half. I think that's a safe bet. I'm going Kyle Pitts. He's, he hasn't failed me over the last few weeks yep. because they have said, okay, we need to get him the ball at, since everybody's been saying free Kyle Pitts. Uh, <laughs> they've been getting him the ball, so I like him to go over 39 and a half, and I would pair that with the Falcons to win and cover. Uh, let's go to the next game. Saints, Colts. Saints favored in this game by a point. The over-under is 43 and a half. Uh, money line for the Saints, minus 115. For Indy, it's minus 105. Yeah, a pick'em game. This game is in Indy. Barrett, what do you like from this game? Derek Carr looks like he's a good to go. Uh, that that still doesn't mean he's going to be good to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, I can't trust him right now. You know, that's why I can't trust this, this Saints team. Um, it, it, it's hard, you know, just looking from, from the standpoint that, you know, the best bet that I could see right now or, or anything, any prop bets that have Taysom Hill in it because he's the only guy that's really balling right now on that team. Uh, as far as receiving props, you know, just like you said, I don't know if Chris Olave is going to play. Mm -hmm. Is he going to play? Uh, get in trouble. Um, I think a safe bet is um, receiving yards with Alvin Kamara, 36 and a half, because mm -hmm. he's starting to be more and more active in, in, um, in, that, in that offense. You know what I mean? more and more active in it. So I would go with the 52 and a half rushing and then also the 36 and a half with their screen plays in the passing game. So I like Kamora in both of his prop bets. 
to go with the over on both of them. They're gonna mm -hmm. have to they're gonna have to force him to rock a lot yeah. in this yeah. game. Deb, what you like? Yeah, I liked over uh, receiving yards for Kamara in this one because he was randomly one of Derek Carr's top targets in week yeah, seven. Yeah, Not yeah. randomly, but for running back. Um, mm -hmm. I like the Colts in this one, though. I mean, I know it's a pick them, but I like Colts money line. I think both these teams are coming off heartbreaking losses. Um, Gardner Minshew and that Colts offense going to be hungry to, to get right. Uh, we know Gardner Minshew well here in Philly. We know he's a... Fierce competitor. Um, I think the Saints defense is pretty good, but their offense, whether Derek Carr is in or not, like I just don't know if it really makes a big difference. Um, mm. They just don't seem like they have a fire under their butts, for lack of a better phrase. Like they just don't seem totally right where the Colts offense can look uh, potent at times. So I think the Colts win this one. Well, you know, in, in saying that, you know, you're right. Absolutely right. Because mm -hmm. Carr, even if he's in or he's out, I just don't see him doing enough. I, he, I, I don't see I don't it. feel like yeah. he's a difference maker. No, it's not at makes, all. Not yeah. at all. Now they put um they put what's his name in? Um Jameis. Jameson Will I think he can come in and make a difference. Yeah. You know, so they, they might yeah. start him and just say, you know what, just have a seat for a minute there, uh, Carr. So what do you uh, <laughs> let me give you guys uh, a same game uh parlay. Oh, okay. And see what you think and see what you like from the same game parlay. Now, Gardner Mitchell threw for 305 yards last week. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Against a Cleveland Browns defense that was, you know, again, they put up 39, 38 points against a Cleveland Browns defense that was balling out in the first six, seven Absolutely. weeks. Absolutely, yep. Right? So, you know, again, the Saints, good defense, not as good as the Cleveland Browns. Gardner Minshew knows this is his team for the, the foreseeable future. He's going, he was in a little bit of a groove. I think he continues that groove. His over, under, on uh passing yards is 218 and a half so i like him to go for 218 and a half so i'm going to go over so that would be the first leg of the same game parlay then i would go with uh rushing yards alvin Kamara over 52 and a half i think the saints are I going like to it. lean on that individual big time because like they need to lean on that because Derek Carr is just a guy right now and so i would also pair that with 36 and a half alvin Kamara receiving yards like it again i know this is counting a lot on alvin Kamara, but to me those numbers aren't high right? no and you he's can, like he's either one yeah he's their favorite target on, so for both running and uh, receiving yeah so those are the the, the the three leg parlay that i would do would y'all take it i yes absolutely i'm actually writing it down now because i'm gonna place it <laughs> <laughs> see <laughs> see thank you thank oh, you i like you know, it you can also I mean it two guys that nobody's really talking about um uh, is uh shaheed and Pierce, and they got low numbers in receiving yards. You know, Pierce is 19 mm. and a half. And I think, you know, Garner Mitchell can get the rock to him. And then Shahid is, he runs around well enough that he's always that, that factor that nobody thinks about. Mm. And all of a sudden, bam, he ends up, you know, catches a bomb for like 40 or 50 yards, you know. So I think he's yeah. a, uh, that, I mean, that's a, that's and, good to think. And, and if you like that, same game parlay plus. That's mm -hmm. what MGM is doing now, where you can combine multiple same game parlays oh. for the first time. So if you wow. like a, a, a three leg parlay in one and a three leg parlay in another, you combine it to make, create a bigger wow. Get real SCP sick with plus it. parlay. All right, to really win you some money. Now, again, I've been struggling to get <laughs> one same game parlay lately, but if you really like one, you can combine it. And I win like you it, a lot of money. So I you like can it. combine this one with another one but that will do throughout the show and win you even more money. So that's what you can do with uh, that MGM for now on. Let's go to the next game. Let's go Patriots-Dolphins. Patriots, 2-5. Patriots, uh, Dolphins, 5-2. and two. Dolphins 
Nine and a half. I mean, the Patriots surprised last week. They had a lot better game. They played better, but still, they're the Patriots and they're Mac Jones facing a <laughs> Dolphins team that's going to want to get some get back after coming off uh, a loss in one of their worst games of the season. The over-under on this game is 47. What do you guys like in this game? I'll start with you, Dev. Um... So I think the Dolphins were also surprising in week seven. Uh, I mean, they played the Eagles, who, you know, I'm a fan of, and I was worried for it. Thankfully, the Eagles won, but I was surprised. Like, honestly, I I thought the Eagles would win, but I didn't think they'd win by two touchdowns. Um, So I do think the Patriots, especially riding that high from last week that they're coming off of, the spread is pretty big. It's nine and a half. I think the, the Patriots can cover it. I don't think they can win. But I think they could come within a touchdown of the Dolphins in this one. The New England two and eight against the Dolphins on the road since 2013. Are you arguing with me? Are you no, saying just, my pick just, is bad? Just giving, what are you trying the to stat say? Stat gave me that's all. I will say so. I know that we aren't certain of the the status of Jalen Ramsey, um, and I Tyree Kill is going to play for the Dolphins, even mm-hmm. though he missed. Uh, practice so I think that's obviously a really big difference maker if they have you know their secondary beefed up then yeah maybe the Dolphins can win by more points but nine and a half is a big spread so I'm saying okay it, it, it is a big spread, spread you, you know what you and, like and and I would be nervous of it but and looking at New England I'm trying to see if Gonzalez is back yet and, and that'll be a major major factor on um Tyreek Hill and his ability to go out there and play um no he's not back yet you know, the first round draft choice. So he's not, I think he's still on, uh, I think he's on IR. So him not being back is a major factor on how I would approach this game. And then, you know, looking, um, I would just go props with this game. I wouldn't bet the game because I think nine and a half. I would go with the under if I did um, go with it. I would go with the under um, with Miami, even though they're going to score a lot of points on mm-hmm. them. I, I just, you know, I think at this point, defensively, their, their secondary is not up to par. So um, rushing yardage, I take Zeke for. 27 and a half. He's becoming more of a factor in their in their run game. Mm-hmm. And then, but uh, as far as receiving, that's, that's, that's really hard because Jalen Waddle, I don't know what we're supposed to put his back. Mm-hmm. But, you know, 59 and a half. He came back and played. 59 and a half is not a high number, uh, you know, for him. He can get that, you know, sleep. And then 87 and a half with Tyreek Hill. He'll have that by first half. So that's a safe bet, you know, going with Tyreek Hill, going with the over 87 and a half receiving yards, Jalen Waddle, 59 and a half receiving yards. They'll get that easily. I'm picking the Dolphins with with the nine and a half. What? That's a lot of points, man. Consider how their defense is playing. They're pissed off. I'm pissed <laughs> off. Look, and, and you know, Mike McDaniel's going to play. Mike here... McDaniel's going to be like, I'm going to run this up on you. They're pissed off. The Dolphins put up 70 points in one game, mm-hmm. which, yes, is impressive. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's all we're all thinking about. And I had to remind myself of that, you know, ahead of their game against the Eagles on right, Sunday night right, in week right. seven. Like they don't do they haven't really played that many tough opponents. And when they do, they lose. They they lost to the Eagles. They lost to the Bills. Yes. How about this, though? Just... With their five wins, mm-hmm. the record of the five teams, they only have five wins amongst all of them. And, wow. And let me amongst ask, all of them. Let wow. me ask you a question. And this is a good uh promo. This is a good tease of mm. something I want to do later on the show. For real or frauds? Okay. Oh, frauds I like or that. for real. I like that. All right, we're gonna do that later because dolphins are going to be on my list of, of uh, good teams that are like, ah, oh, you're a little bit fraudulent when it comes to going to the Super no Bowl. No question. Mm-hmm. Five or wins or out or of five. Teams? For real. But I'm I'm gonna give you all a few teams with that. But with that said, you said five wins total between the teams they beat. 
Yes. How many wins New England got? <laughs> <laughs> they smash bad teams. Good point. They smash Good bad point. teams. And New England's a bad team. So that's why I'm like, yeah, this this is a 17-point. Run now, it up, they, Run If it they're up. facing another playoff contending team, I'm like, nah. But they run it up against the bad teams, all right? So Now, yeah, now that you say it like that, yeah, just, just, I, I, yeah, I might go with the over, bro. So, what was it? Nine and a half? You, you, are, just, you, you just swayed me just over. think about it. That's all I'm saying. Listen, we got to take another break. When we come back, we'll talk about the Battle of New York. It's actually the Battle of New Jersey because they play in New Jersey. I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a New Jerseyan, so it pisses me off. So, Battle of New Jersey, not New York. Uh, Jaguar, Steelers, and much more coming up on the Sunday spread. Once again, presented by BetMGM. And once again, welcome back to the Sunday Spread. Barrett Brooks, Sean Bell, Devin Caney kicking it with you, giving you all our best bets. Battle of New Jersey. Jets, <laughs> Giants. Jets favored in this game by three, over under 36 and a half. It's sort of hilarious because I'm from North Jersey. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I work in Philly, so I do my drive. And I drive up there about once a week to help the folks out, right? It's about an hour and a half drive. That's it, too. And it's half. Half Half of it is New York radio. The other half is Philadelphia radio. Mm-hmm. What is, what's exit nine? Exit eight. I'm saying exit I'm, eight. I'm, I'm exit 13A. Yeah, oh, I'm, saying, I'm all the way But exit eight, when the, when, when Philly... Oh, when, 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 when the, the radio goes yeah, out. Yeah, and the radio and goes out. <laughs> and then the New York radio comes on. Right, right. And I'll be honest with you. It's hilarious because we are we are all the same. <laughs> Absolutely, we like we think we're a different fan base, and but we are all the same. Just mm-hmm. listening to the transition of anger, hate. Now, exactly, our teams are doing way better than the teams in New right, York. Right, I so would it's, imagine it's that more, theirs is a bit more negative, more but, positivity. Yeah, but when they're down, they sound like when Philly's down. Right. It How is, do they? I never, I never thought about that. How do they balance it, like sports talk radio wise? Do they do half Jets, half Giants? Yeah. No, they I mean it's. It, I, I, it really depends on the station you're t- you're listening to, really, right? Yeah. Wow. But the okay. station I listen to, it's all like they do all of it, but who has the storyline that's a little sexier? Right. Okay. You yeah. know what I mean? Okay. So yeah. it's like, yeah. all right, yeah. if you do an hour of Jets Giants, the Giants are sexier at the time. It's forty percent. Mm. Wow. It's okay. forty minutes to twenty, but it's still like they got to cover it all. But some teams are just. Oh, I mean, we ain't, I, we ain't yeah. talking about the Islanders, like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like teams like that, like we're not talking about yeah. y'all. Uh, Jets Giants. Dev, I'll start with you. Mm-hmm. Who was this game more important to? That was a, that was a question for the New York radio station. That's a really good question. What's the question? How do you answer that? Who is this game more important to? Mm, the Jets. The Jets. They're coming off a bye. Before the bye, they beat the Philadelphia Eagles, handed them their first and only loss of the mm. season so far. Um, team that went to the Super Bowl. You know, they have Zach Wilson. I feel like that game was that they had never beaten the Eagles before in mm. history. So <laughs> I just think that if they can prove that they can consecutively, you know, string together impressive wins, not that beating the Giants is a super impressive win, um, but I think they're out to prove more than the Giants, where the Giants have their backup quarterback in to a quarterback who hasn't even been doing well. Their offensive line is a mess. They're just a mess in general. I know they're coming off a a win over the commanders, but it was like the worst game ever. They put up, what, 14 total (laughs) points. Like, it's not like it was super impressive. Um, So I think think this is more, way more important to the Jets. It it means more to them. Who do you think wins? The Jets. (laughs) The Jets. The Jets. Jets. Uh, Yeah, I think the Jets win and cover the the three points. Um, I mean... I think their defense just 
is going to overpower this Giants offense. Like, I don't see a way that the Giants score more than, like, one touchdown in this game, honestly. Uh, that's fair. Barrett? I, I mean, and I'm surprised that, you know, the Jets only favor by three. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah, home. It, is, it is a really small spread. Right, and they're home. Well. They're both home. <laughs> yeah, they're both home. No, no, but seriously, I mean, I, I just think the Jets have more, more at stake. I mean, they're still in the playoff race. Right. They're a game and a half down right now to, um, you know, in, in their division. So, I mean, they still got aspirations of making it to the playoffs. And, you know, I'm looking at all the props. There's no way on God's green earth that I would, you know, go with anybody on the Giants team. Not even Saquon Barkley at this Mm-mm. point. I wouldn't go for any of their props. So, if I went with, like, just little things. Like, to me, Zach Wilson, over 12 and a half yards, he can be running for his life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think, you know, he'll have over 12 and a half points because he's he's tailored that to his game. Um, you look at Bryce Hall and Saquon Barkley. I would go with Bryce Hall. I mean, when I first looked at it, it was, 60, it was 69 and a half. It just went down to 68 and a half for Bryce Hall. But you look at Saquon Barkley, 69 and a half. I would go with – I feel comfortable with going 68 and a half mm-hmm. with uh, Bryce Hall and him having to go over that in rushing yardage. Um, yeah, I like that too because the Giants' yeah. run defense is not good. It's horrible. I, I, it's I, atrocious. Yeah, I think we all have the Jets. I think that's pretty mm-hmm. pretty confident. Again, the answer in New York radio was the Jets because the Giants ain't doing squat regardless of whether or not right. they win. But the Jets just puts them in bird's eye view of potentially making a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you. I got the Jets. Although I will take a Saquon anytime touchdown. I think the Giants. That's their only way they do anything is Saquon. That's true. Yes. It's yes. funny. That's you true. didn't want to pay him, but your two wins are solely off, solely <laughs> because, because he went off. Yeah. Uh, and Tyrod Taylor might be better than Daniel Jones. So well, that's let's... probably the one factor that makes it important to the to the Giants, mm-hmm. right? Like, well, that and you know, it's their I guess yeah. home team. I don't even know what you call them Battle of New Jersey, New York. Um, it's like is Tyrod Taylor better than daniel jones Could, yeah. do they play better with him i mean they won last week against the commanders they're trying to figure that yeah. out let's let's i'll say jaguars I'll, I'll just say this they're tyrod taylor's more comfortable in that offense than jones is just put it like that yeah. i have one more bet that i forgot to say <laughs> okay. uh under 36 and a half points because the giants average nfl worst 12.2 points per game uh <laughs> jets 18.8 bottom half the league yeah so. that's that's, that's let me write that down. <laughs> let me let me write that baby, down yeah. for a later bet. That makes a lot of sense. Let's go Jaguar Steelers quickly. Uh Jaguar Steelers, Jaguars favoring this game. Uh two and a half. Five and two, four and two team. Four forty one and a half is the over under. Uh Barrett, what do you like in this? Uh you would think, you know, um, you know, me being a Steeler, ex Steeler, and them being at home, I would go with uh, you know, the Jags are favored two and a half points. I'm going to go with the Steelers on this because I just don't see that offense, even with ATN playing the way he's playing, doing anything against uh, the, you know, the Steelers' defense at the point. They're, they're the only thing that's keeping their head above water uh, you know, in the Steelers' locker room. Their offense is, is putrid at this point. So I, I, I'm going to go with the Steelers. I'm going to go with them at least covering. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, as far as prop bets and everything, I – I don't feel safe about giving any with those. I mean, I don't have any confidence in either one of them. Mm. Not even in my boy ATN. I don't have any confidence. <laughs> All right, I got you. You replaced them. Bijan's a new one. <laughs> you were, He's replaced. I like some ETN props. Um, I like the Steelers plus two and a half. Uh, I think Jacksonville has 
is on the right path, uh, but Trevor Lawrence's knee doesn't look right, so he's doing a lot of like shorter, quick passes. Exactly. So, yes. and and the Steelers' offense has, uh, I mean, Kenny Pickett's coming off his best game of the year so far, and they have Deontay Johnson back. Uh, they're playing at home. Um, Mike Tomlin, I just feel like you can never count him out a, as a head coach. Uh, so I also like Travis Etienne because I think if the Jags are going to score on this Steelers' defense with Trevor Lawrence's knee not being totally right. They're going to run it or he's going to do, you know, short, quick passes. So I like Travis Etienne over 16 and a half rush yards and an anytime touchdown. Um, he had two touchdowns last week. I believe he's had two in the last like three games. Yeah, for the yeah, Jacks. yeah. So yeah. I think he's going to have another big game against Pittsburgh. But I like Pittsburgh covering the two and a half points. Look at that transfer. Uh, but, you know, I would go. <laughs> you let him go. She picks him up. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But look at Warren. Though. Warren <clears throat> has scored a touchdown in the last couple games also. And he's playing a lot better than Najee Harris. So I might sneak in out for one. I would say 24 and a half. I would go with Warren. Warren's right. rushing. Okay. I, this is this is an awfully tough one. I'm picking the Steelers because they're at home. Mm-hmm. This is the only reason why. Again, two very good teams. Again, the Steelers look putrid <laughs> in the first couple of weeks. We're like, what's going on? And again, of course, Mike Tomlin has turned them around where they're, Defensively, looking, they're looking at the playoff. Defensively, they're great. TJ Watt. Maybe your leader when it comes to defensive player of the year, yeah, right? It's yeah. him sacking interceptions. Mike, I don't know who else. It's it's him, Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett, Fred yeah. Warner, and I guess Micah, but not really. No, right? Micah like hasn't done anything substantial yeah. in a, in a long time. Knew yeah. it. Remember when we were all like, "Oh, not me." We everyone else was like, "Micah could win MVP this year." Right, like, oh, right. <laughs> yeah, that in that in everyone gets on this Cowboys hype train, and then it always comes crashing <laughs> that down. That ended quickly. So yeah. I, again, I'm with the Steelers in this game. Uh, let's see what you guys would like with the same game parlay. And okay. this is going to be a tougher one than the first one because I'm just not very sure. Uh, I think I like it, but it's going to be an interesting one for this. Uh, George Pickens, over 55 and a half. I think he has to have a big game. I think they're going to force feed him there. That's that's the number one target right there, right? That's the number one target. So he he is someone that I'm going, that I'm going to pick. Najee Harris, over 41 and a half yards rushing. Again, mm. I, think, I think you're going to have to lean towards those two individuals to have good games. And I think 41 and a half is low because I think they're going to try to have a really balanced, balanced attack in this game. And then I'm going to go, uh, this is, this is tough, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go the Prince Trevor to go over 238. And a half. <laughs> That's Trevor. How do you feel about this game? I don't, to go back, over what? 230 and a half. Oh, I thought you said 30 and a half, like rush yards. I was oh, like, what? No, 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 no. <laughs> right. What do you think about that? I like everything. We got to switch Harris. real quick, but Najee Harris. Yeah, you don't like, like Najee? No, I mean, they're not using him like I, you know, I thought they were going to use him. Okay. Superstar status. He's not, he's not that for him right now. Dev? Um, I like it. Najee Harris is probably the risk. He is because he's averaging 41 and a half, so could go either way. And I also feel like every time I include him in one of my same game, it's 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 I feel you. So I'm scarred. It's been like that, but I like it. Not not the best of ones, but you know, one that I'm looking at. Let's go to the next game Texans Panthers. (laughs) The Panthers, this is the 12 bowl. Yeah, yeah. we ain't got to spend much time on this. (laughs) Texans, of course, favored by three and a half. That's only because it's at Carolina over under 43 and a half. Uh, Dev, I'll start with you. Carolina seeking their first win. Not you sound good. so excited. Yeah. Thank you for teeing me up so yeah, well. I'm, I'm um, 
but that is exactly how I feel about this game as well. Like vibeless game, I, as you would say. Vi- absolutely. You know what? No, but this one does have vibes. The vibes are just really horrible. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. I'll take uh, the Texans minus three and a half. The Panthers just they haven't won yet, which also makes it riskier because a winless team is desperate, and you just never know when you know they're going to strike, especially playing against another weak team in in the Texans. Mm-hmm. Um, who the Texans, if you look back, like they haven't really played that many great teams. So I don't know if their record reflects, you know, accurately how how good they are. Um, so I will take the Texans minus three and a half. They, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, B? Well, same thing, man. But um, I, I just think that um, when you look at a Texans team, they have more to fight for. They're more disciplined team than mm-hmm. what I'm seeing with the Panthers. I'm I'm, I'm truly shocked. Um, Adam Thielen is their leading receiver, man. You know, I mean, and I just think it's too many. Sixteen and a half is just too many uh, as far as receiving yards. Um, that's just a this is just an ugly game, man. Miles Sanders, you know, when would there a day? When would there be a day where thirty seven and a half? I'm struggling to give Miles Sanders the over on this. You know what I mean? But I'm going to go ahead and give him the over as far as rushing yards. Um, all right, man, I just ain't got nothing for you. Man. They ain't got nothing for you. <laughs> hey, listen, I get it. I, I The Texans should win this game. Kev brought up an interesting point. Is this the best chance for the Panthers? Again, we only got 30 seconds left, but for the Panthers to get a win this season. Yes. We'll, we'll take a look at their schedule later, but it's going to be tough. Although, Kev, I'm going to be honest with you. They also play the they Bears. Play, I was just going to yeah. say, they play the Bears in two weeks. They also so. play, play your Bears. So, I, you know, <laughs> that may be a be- better chance than this one. So, you know, I know that hurts. But who knows who's Half faith, Kev. Half faith. Yeah, who knows who's going to be healthy for that Chicago Bear team. Kev's our producer, so you know. Kev's our producer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kev's, Kev's like, slow down. And a tortured right? Bear. He's like, next topic. Go to commercial. All right? Go to commercial. So, we'll go to commercial. All right? We'll be right back. Once again, the Sunday spread. Devin Caney, Sean Bell. Barry Brooks. Once again, welcome back to the Sunday Spread Week 8. Sean Bell, Devin Caney, Barry Brooks kicking it with you. Of course, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Now, again, we record in the Philadelphia studio, so let's get to the Philadelphia Eagles who, you know, if it's power rankings, they got to be to the lowest. I think Mm. I still put Kansas City as number one just because Kansas City... They won a Super Bowl. So Ugh. if you have the same record, you got to give it to Kansas City. But the Eagles, balling out, had their most impressive win of the season last week against the Miami Dolphins, taking on a commander team that always gives them some trouble. They played mm-hmm. them earlier this year, and it was a little bit of trouble. The commanders beat them last year. So they're playing at Washington. The Eagles favored to win this game by seven over under 43 and a half. Philly money line is 350. Washington money line is 260. Dev, start with you. What do you got in this game? What do you like? Well, it's really weird because the Eagles, the commanders seem to play the Eagles really close always when they play in Philadelphia. And then the Eagles play really well when they play in Washington. Yep, um, yep. I don't think the Eagles are going to make the mistake of, of overlooking the commanders this time. I don't think they're going to let the commanders take them to uh, overtime again, especially now mm-hmm. that, you know, they brought in a new safety from the Titans who they traded for their secondaries beefed up. They have most of their guys who were injured back. Even Reed Blankenship was full participant in practice this week. Um, so yeah, I like the Eagles plus the points. Also AJ Brown now tied for the league record fifth consecutive game with over or 125 receiving yards or more. 
So I like AJ Brown props. Uh, the number was 85 and a half. When I last checked it, I believe, you know, last night, I don't know if it's changed on BetMGM yet, but I'm taking that over even if it has gone up because, you know, Nick Sirianni always looks out for his players. He likes to be cute sometimes with his game plans. (laughs) You know, he's going to be feeding AJ Brown because they want to get him to break that record. So uh, AJ Brown over receiving props as well. Barrett, what do you got? And how big is that uh, Kevin Burr side? I mean, trade. Uh, and it was huge because, you know, he kind of solidifies as that veteran presence back there to get help read Blankenship. Mm-hmm. It just so happened they went to the same school. So that's, you know, that you know that's going to help him, you know, as far as that. And he's a Philly guy, too. He is a Philly guy. So, you know, to West me, that's Philly. big. And, and, and with him being there, it gives them a time to call a little more and open that playbook up a little more because he's going to trust, you know, Byard and, 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 and his ability to go up there and blitz if they need him to blitz, cover tight ends, you know, that's – He's the he's the he's the the guy that they put on when they go against a great tight end. He's the guy that they go one on one with. You know, mm-hmm. he has beat up Kelsey so many times. So, um, I like the addition of him just because they can call more and they can open that playbook up more on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you, you, when you look at it, seven. I, I just think that's almost disrespectful with this. You know, <laughs> against a Commanders team. Um. They're not going to play around this commander's team. They're going to alleviate that threat right then and there. They're going to try to blow them out. They're going to try to make sure that they stop all um, sense, all senses of them being a competitive game in this situation. Um, they're not going to play around the commanders. You know, They let them hang around last game, almost got beat. They're not going to do that this time. Uh, you're right. I'm going to go with the you know, with the over as far as, you know, A.J. Brown. I think that's going to be easy because he loves mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, yeah. head coach Nick Searing loves stuff like that. Um, Devontae Smith, 49 and a half. He, they starting to feed him a little more. Dallas Goddard, they feed him a little more. He's, he's becoming open, but you know, also got to look at the other side of the ball. Terry McLaurin, 55 and a half. I would go with the under there. Um, mm, under. Yeah, I would mm. go with the under there. I mean, because they can, you know, they're both of their starting, um, safeties. I mean, the first starting cornerbacks mm-hmm. are healthy now, you know? So, yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be a better matchup. Jahan Dotson. I would go with the over at 34 and a half. It's a safe bet that they're going to allow him to play in that slot, and he is going to be one-on-one against I don't know who they have at the slot. You know, they might have Brown at the slot. I don't know who they're going to play there. So he might have some, you know, some some great, you know, great numbers as far as, you know, over 34 and a half. So I would go with that. And then um, DeAndre Swift, 63 and a half. I'm going with it. I can't believe, I can't believe at this point that they they're saying Swift at 63 and a half and they haven't been running the ball so they're going to make an an emphasis of running the ball see that's i don't know how i feel about rushing props when it comes to the eagles because they have such a strong run game but then they've been under 105 yards in three of their last four games on the ground so i don't i'm it's almost like i'm waiting for another like breakout rushing game for deandre swift or even kenny gainwell boston scott whoever it may be i mean boston scott will wait until they play the giants but right (laughs) i i just don't know if i trust those props yet because they haven't really been consistently you know over lately if you look at the and they haven't had to be which is good so over under three and a half tush pushes over (laughs) over no 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 no. under because i don't think they're gonna i don't think washington's defense is good enough like i don't think they're gonna stop them so the eagles offense won't have to do that okay see I have the Eagles winning, but the Commanders covering. Okay. That's what I had last time when it played. I like it this time. I just think sometimes you have two teams. One team that's below you that always just plays you well. 
Right, like but every they already, team, see, they already had that game. I feel, and I think they'll continue to have that game. I think they always are going to play and play them pretty well. I know they didn't uh, in both games last year, but I do think they're going to play well in this game. I think the Commanders again. I picked the Commanders to be a good team this year. This is part partly why. Now they've wishy washy, but their Panthers, the Commanders, excuse me, over under win total was six and a half, and I bet it. So I need them to continue to play well, but I do think the commanders covering this game. I think it's going to be so I wouldn't be surprised if this was a push to be honest with you. Hey, 27 to 13. No commanders commander score to make it 27, 20. Oh my goodness. It's so disrespectful. Why is that disrespectful? Because I'll be honest with you. If we replay the tape when they played last time, this is the exact word you said to me. So disrespectful. Y'all cringed and looked at me like I was crazy right. when I said the Commanders would cover the last time, and that game went into overtime. Well, I'm, I'm going to say this. And you guys haven't learned your lesson. Well, this is the lesson that I did learn. Okay. That the Eagles learned a lesson, and yeah. Sam Howell played the game of his life. He did. He played the best okay. he's ever played. Have a okay. 300 yards passing. I don't, I'm going with the under um, as far as 23 and a half. 20, uh, 220, uh, 32 and a half. Okay. I'm going with the under. That's how okay. safe to say that he will never play a game like that. Okay. Ever. The one, the one thing that worries me, and I still think the Eagles will win, but I it could be closer than we're predicting because it, did you see uh, Jonathan Allen post game after the Commanders lost to the Giants? He was like pissed off, really pissed. Like every other word was bleeped out, and you know, rightfully so. If I was a player, yeah, right. and you know, I'd be frustrated too. So. If they come out mad, especially defensively, then like, sure, maybe they're gonna they have can some make pride. it. Close. They and, played yeah. the perfect game against them and still didn't win. That's why yeah. he's pissed. <laughs> Again, play the perfect game, but they're gonna play them tough. Write it down. Your no pass right here. Already did. Already Write did. it down. Write it down. So and by the way, Devontae Smith over 49 and a half. I, I got bit You're in the butt last again. week. I'm doing it again. <laughs> At some point, they're gonna somebody's gonna double AJ Brown properly. And Devontae's going to get those catches. It's going to happen at some point. I'm betting him to go over 49 and a half every game until it happens. Okay. Because okay? it has to happen at Bold some point. strategy, like Let's it. go to the next one. <laughs> Brown Seahawks. Seahawks favored in this game by four over under 38. Two, four, and two teams. Uh, Barrett, we'll start with you. What do you like in this game? I, I'm, I'm telling you the truth. Um, I like the Browns. Even though right now Seattle's favored mm-hmm. uh, by four. I'm going with the Browns. I think that defense is, is, is still a little mad right now. Um, when you, you look at how that team is constructed, man, and I just think that they're one of the most sound defenses that you can, you know, that you'll play against this year. Well, that anybody plays against this year. They can brush the passer. Their DVs play great. And to me, when you look at, you know, Watson, I think he might be back. He's, he's back this game, right? No, P.J. Walker's starting. He's starting to get. I thought he. Yeah. I thought um, Watson was practicing. Still him. dealing with the rotator cuff. It says, uh, I believe he PJ starting to get. Mm, and then we don't have a lot of the rushing props yet um, with MGM just yet. I think they'll be on later tonight. But um, I'm still going to go. I'm still PJ Walker, Temple guy. He's going to get it to his favorite target, Amari, um, Amari Cooper, forty nine and a half. Um, DK Metcalf, I'm going with the under 53 and a half. I think their defense kind of, you know, pushes mm. them around a little bit. And, and, and you know, guys that should play well won't play up. Uh, Njoku, 34 and a half. Mm. I'm going, I think that's a safe bet also. Okay. Okay. What you got? And who do you have winning? You have the CEO? I have the, no, no. The I Browns have the Browns winning, winning okay. yes. Browns winning. Okay. Yes. Okay. Winning. Not, I mean, not the. Straight up. Straight up. They're okay. Winning. Okay. Okay. Um, 
I actually agree with you. I think the Browns will win. I think they're fired up, you know, after what they were able to do. I know they're dealing with their quarterback situation. Um, what they were able to to do against the 49ers uh, two weeks ago. I mean, if you look at their offense, it doesn't really matter who's at quarterback because the difference in their wins over both the Colts and the 49ers in the last two weeks was their run game. It wasn't yep. how many yards their quarterback threw for. Uh, Jerome Ford has been really stepping up since they lost Nick Chubb. So I know rushing props aren't up at the moment, but I like Jerome Ford props. I like his over rush yards. I also like an anytime touchdown. Um, well, that's if he plays. I know he's been dealing with an injury. So mm-hmm. if Jerome Ford plays, I like that. But <laughs> Kareem Hunt also scored uh, the game-winning touchdown against the Colts for the Browns. So he's heating up. Like, I just think their run game is stronger. So I like the Browns winning this one. I don't know if I'm going to take the points with it. I could go Browns money line plus 170. I'm going Browns money line because I am a little nervous on that. They would think mm-hmm. the Browns should win this game. Uh, but again, it makes me... Eh. I think Brown's defense is so good that it's going to hold Seattle down and hold Seattle and give Seattle some problems. But again, I'm nervous. It's at Seattle. So I'm going to go money that, line. Yeah, they I'm do. I'm going to go money line in this game. Let's go to the next game. Chiefs Broncos. Oh, wait. Sorry. The line moved. It's plus 155 for uh, Brown's money line right now. It moved from 170. Plus still, 170. It's still fine. Still. Yeah. <laughs> I'll still take it. Still, didn't still wanna, take I didn't want to give out the wrong number. As it is. Uh, Chiefs Broncos. Chiefs 6 and 1. Broncos 2 and 5. Chiefs. Favored by seven in this game, even though it's at Denver. Denver's been disastrous. Been absolutely disastrous so far this season. I know it's at Denver. And so it's a, it's a division game, but eh, who cares? That it, It's that bad and that much of a difference. But Cole Hardman should be playing in this game. I'm trying to avoid saying it. What? Your Taylor Swift point? Is yeah, that, I don't. Yeah. I'm trying to avoid saying it. See, but. I was waiting to ask you about it because I I knew that you'd bring it up, or I thought you'd bring it up. I, I, I don't want to, but it's just I, I'll well, say wait, wait, wait. Let, now, let me say. Let me I, say something. Okay, else. okay, go ahead. <laughs> so I'm I'm having fun. I'm tailgating for you know Sunday Night Football Week Seven out in the lots of Lincoln Financial Field, and I get a text from Sean Bell. That was like, yo, come get your girl Taylor Swift or something like that. Starting to piss me off. She just did a secret handshake with Mahomes' wife. And I was like, no, she did not. Because I didn't have it up at all when I was tailgating. And I got to I love Taylor Swift. The secret handshake, especially when Jackson Mahomes got involved, it's too much. It's too far. Listen. And for that reason, I'm out. I, I... Before, I think a couple weeks ago, I said the NFL is benefiting mostly on this, not Mm -hmm. Taylor. I've come around on that, right? Like, I know they're both hamming it up. Yeah. But Taylor is equally at fault for this entire situation. The NFL even put up a graphic that said how many yards per game Travis gets when Taylor's there and how many yards per game not there. It was like 99 when she's there, 45 when she's not there. So let's contribute all his success lately on on, on Taylor Swift being there. I was annoyed with the Taylor Swift handshake because, dog, at this point. Well, it's just corny. It's corny, but you know when the cameras are coming on you at this point. Like, this is orchestrated. You know. Okay, Travis gets a catch, he gets a touchdown, camera's coming to you. Mm-hmm. You're next to Brittany Mahomes, so you know if, if Patrick does something, it's coming to you. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, cameras are on me, let me do this little handshake yep. so the cameras can see it. I'm now at the point where I think this relationship is fraudulent. Wow. Oh, my God. I that, don't know if I'm... This relationship is fraudulent. Why do you this think it's fraudulent, This is a setup though? situation because, first of all, all right, 
you weren't you're not even officially together and all of a sudden you're coming to every every game yeah the moment he gets your phone number now you're at every game hamming it up with his mother and the quarterback's wife but like, I, feel, what are we, I feel like, like celebrity relationships do work differently it, that way but it, but again at the same time you said to yourself i want to keep things private travis right. did a whole speech about wanting to keep it private and cool but now you're at every game. You can't no. keep it private and cool. Travis if you're is doing loving that. it. He's so annoying. He's, He's loving such a tool. it. But I just, He's dang, such a I see, tool. I'm not going that far. No, he, I, I see. I thought he was a tool before they even started dating. And now see, it's making it even worse. I like Travis before the dating. And I, I listen, I still like Taylor and Travis separate. But I, I think together, this is getting together, fraudulent. I I I'm think so over it. it. It's too much. I think every football fan is over it. But again, all right, like. All right, Taylor, you're hammering it, hamming it up for the cameras now. Mm -hmm. I'm over it. With that said. Will Taylor know, be in Denver? <laughs> she will be in Denver. Will most likely Probably. be in Denver. Apparently, she goes to every game yes, now. because so. she knows the camera's going to get on her, and the NFL knows we want you to do a halftime show one day. Great partnership, great yeah. marketing and promo for everyone involved. So I it's love annoying. that Barrett is so over this Barrett, Barrett's checked out. <laughs> the, Barrett, and part of the reason, because we only got like a minute and a half, part of the reason I went on this rant is because I don't know what everyone's going to pick in this game. So it's not like, oh, it's yeah, not no. like we got to pick. No, you, I like, like that was the most know. interesting talking point from this game. Yeah. I mean, Bronk, I mean, yeah. uh, over on Pat Mahomes, over on Travis Kelsey, yeah. uh, over the, the seven on the Chiefs. I mean, over on Isaiah Pacheco rushing, receiving, Noah Gray receiving 14.5 <laughs> against this this terrible Broncos. But I digress. I'm yeah. just tailored out right now. Tailored out. All right. <laughs> I get it. I'm sorry. I, I, I said it. we weren't going to mention it, and then we went on a rant on it. So let's I'd go ahead. I'd be disappointed if you didn't. Um, I'm sorry. I, I apologize <laughs> to everybody who doesn't want to hear this anymore. But I, I text I text Dev, so I just had to, had to bring it up. Listen, all right. We'll take a break and get back to things and get back to, uh, oh, man. I just saw what's next on the rundown. Oh, yay. I can't oh, wait. Never mind. Let's see. <laughs> 49ers Bengals. You get to hear them rip me. It is what it is. All right. The Sunday spread. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Sunday spread. Uh, it's <laughs> Woo! Oh, my God. I'm deaf. <laughs> Woo! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, it's time for me to face the music. Woo! <laughs> uh, you see Barrett Brooks over here <laughs> cheering, cheering on the next topic, which is the Bengals at the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers mm. have not lost to, two in a row. Not to say that I told you so, but I told you so. <sighs> I really lost. did make sure that I, you know, the Sunday spread rundown would have this game first but you you failed to do that what barrett isn't going to tell you though <laughs> is during that game against the vikings he texted me and said oh brock purdy is pretty athletic he's got some wheels so you was giving brock purdy some props at the yes, beginning exactly. of the game but and then what happened he was running for his life then a concussion <laughs> happened um because why because he's running for his life because what because what was he was he trying to we'll see i okay let me go on a rant real quick though <laughs> all right <laughs> and, and and part of my rant is pro Eagles. All right. If y'all don't know, Brock Purdy, he practiced. He still has to go through concussion protocol, but he's expected to play on Sunday. Now, he got a concussion on what they're calling the tush push. It was a sneak and I think, the second quarter and sort of had a concussion for the rest of the game, which mm -hmm. may explain because he was on point in the first half and then in the second half, his throws are off. First, I'm going to say that's not a tush push. 
He ran a quarterback. Sneak. No, yeah, I won't argue you and people that. need to stop. Not yeah. everything is a tush push. Some things are regular quarterback sneak. When when the running back is five yards behind the quarterback, that is a sneak. Yep. That is a sneak. Now, when you have a tight end and a wide receiver right by, right behind the quarterback ready to push, that is the tush push. And first of all, it's not a sneak when everyone knows it's coming. Right? Like when the running back is five yards behind you, there's maybe a small illusion that it, they may give it to the to the running back. The the Philadelphia Eagles aren't running a sneak. They're running what I'm going to call a quarterback power. That is not a sneak because every know everyone knows what's coming. There's no chance it's being given to a running back. That is a quarterback power. And guess what? I am pro quarterback power. Good. If you can't stop it, then don't let them get fourth and one. Don't mm-hmm. let them get third and inches. Mm-hmm. So I am pro quarterback power. So with that said, what's going to start happening though, because they are going to ban this play, and I'm not a fan of them banning this play, but they are going to ban this play because what happened to Brock Purdy is going to start happening on the tush pushes is a linebacker is going to use his head and try to hit the quarterback. Now I think the Philadelphia Eagles are fully equipped to erase that, mm-hmm. but I think the NFL is looking for a way. It's an art to the way they do it out of yeah. it there, but there's an art to way they're doing yeah. it. They're yeah. running a quarterback power, not a quarterback push. Uh, not a quarterback sneak, not a tush book. It's a quarterback power. And if you can get three yards, then get three yards. No I am pro <laughs> doing that. But again, not every play is a tush push. The 49ers ran a quarterback sneak. He got hurt on it. It is what it is. But again, little love for the Eagles there and, and, and pro Eagles when it comes to that. 49ers ran something different. But the 49ers had bigger problems to worry about, like getting healthy. And can my quarterback hold it down and, and, and successfully have a play at the end of the end of the game that's going to win them the game. And Brock Purdy hasn't been able to do that the last two weeks in a row. So before y'all roast me, I'm the first to admit it. Again, I, I'm still a Brock Purdy fan. But again, Brock Purdy has not proven that he can hold it down and win a game on his own when other things aren't going right for the San Francisco 49ers. Mm. Devin, give it, give it to me. Uh well yeah you you pretty much said it yourself uh I had to eight mile you I had to eight mile you I was gonna I was gonna give you all your talking points before you can give it to me well I just want to like roll the tape um <laughs> you know on on Sean previous uh episodes that we've done this show where you're saying Brock Purdy is gonna get what two passing touchdowns a game he's an elite quarterback <laughs> he's the best quarterback in the league I didn't say that See, I, didn't, I didn't say elite uh, I didn't say the, best they're going quarterback. to Super Bowl they're winning the Super Bowl this year I mean and now here we are i guarantee you a discussion a main discussion throughout the league in the coming weeks is going to be like is sam darnold a better quarterback than brock purdy i guarantee you it's that's the direction happening. it's heading in it's um not, it's not happening i'm still picking the 49ers that well that being said i am going to take the 49ers minus four in this one that line did move um oh, because it's no longer three and a half no it's minus four i believe okay. right yeah. yes um I just don't think that the Bengals are are that great this year. Yeah, they've had a few good games where they seem to turn it around, but it wasn't really against anyone uh, that impressive. And I also think the 49ers are mad. They're on a two-game skid. Yeah, they lost their quarterback. They still have Chris McCaffrey. And I think Chris McCaffrey is going to do even more than he's been doing in this game, and, and he's going to get them the win. Yeah. I, I'm... I'm, I'm... Going with the 49ers too. And I hate Look at y'all. All this that y'all were doing against me and y'all going with the 49ers. Oh, I'm sorry. It's less props to the 49ers and more just that I think the Bengals aren't good. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and that's what it is. You know, even you know with 
you know, just looking at, at the, the props for Jamar Chase, over 82 and a half yards. T. Higgins, 45 and a half yards. Tyler Board, 33 and a half yards receiving. I can't go with him because I don't know what this quarterback is doing at this point. You know, he's 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 not as crisp as he was the two years prior. So I can't go with that. But, I mean, in looking at it, I can say that uh, Joe Mixon at this point is, is a guy that I, I, I trust that they're going to run the rock with because they will have that consistency in the passing game that they had before. Now, a safe bet for me, I hate to say it, I got to go with George Kittle, 41 and a half yards. He's showing ability He's to get back to what he needs to do for this team to be successful. So He's I'm, I'm going to go with George Kittle, 40, 41 and a half, but I think that's the only solid – um, solid bet I can go with right now. Yeah, he's balling. Again, I'm going with the 49ers too. And and I tend to do this in general. When a really good team loses, I pick them the next week, right? Because they're mad. So two yep. in a row, I don't see the 49ers. I don't see teams that are, again, in my mind, championship or at least NFC slash AFC championship contenders losing consecutive weeks in a row and having embarrassing performances second right, weeks in right. a row, right? Like, the Eagles lost. I said, well, they're going to dominate next game. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, Kansas City Chiefs lose. They're going to dominate the next two games. Like, any team that I think is legit like that, if of that nature, I'm going to pick to win and win solidly. So I'm picking the 49ers to win this solidly. Again, George Kittle has been balling, has been getting a lot of t- touches. Brandon Ayuk at the same time, I'd like him to go over 50 yards. Uh, so him and George Kittle, both, I think, especially with Brock Purdy playing, are going, going, are going to go over their yardage, along with continued success of a Christian McCaffrey anytime touchdown right Mm -hmm. he's he's still on the streak even in his bad games he's still on that streak let's go to the next game finally get that off my house all 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 show I was waiting to get this out the way Um, does that mean you're finally gonna root for the Eagles because don't lie I feel like you've been rooting against the Eagles secretly I have not been rooting against the he Eagles. He hasn't been. It hasn't been a secret. You know now. what I mean? But I'm just, you know, it I has still not think been a secret. I still have the 49ers going to the Super Bowl, if that's what you're saying. I do. Okay. I do. Anyways. Uh Ravens Cardinals. Uh, yeah, I think we can get this one out the way quick. Uh, Ravens favored in this nine and a half over under 44 and a half. Um, Kyler Murray back at practice. Not playing yet, but he's back at practice. I don't know when. Sure, what his everyone timetable in the is. building is thrilled about that. <laughs> what his timetable is going to be, Dev? I'll start with you. Uh, what do you? I, I guess what props do you like? Because I know what you like when it comes to winning the game. Uh, well, I actually haven't fully looked at a lot of props for this one. I'm not going to lie. I just like the Ravens plus the points. Um, I so they did surprise me when they crushed the Lions in Week Seven. Like I yeah. don't know if anyone expected that because no, the Lions are a good yeah. team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I and the Cardinals are not a good team. Yeah, they've shown, you know, some some spunk, some fight. Uh, but I think the Ravens are just a, a much better team. But I don't have any specific props in this one. I'm sorry to, to disappoint you on that one. Do you? It's just just a solid win. It's okay. <laughs> Do you have any, I'll take it. You know what I mean? Hey, you don't have so, to have. Well, I don't. You don't have to have props. You just, hey, that's a guarantee. Yeah. I don't because I feel like the Ravens, I it never hits whenever I include them in a parlay because it's. I usually go for like Lamar over rushing yards and then like a few different receiving props. And then it never goes the way I think it's going to. So the last in week seven, I think I had Lamar like over something on the yard and it didn't hit. So now Mm -hmm. I'm like, I get a little scared to, to pull the trigger on that. Well, I'm going to pull the trigger because when you look at the way they beat and they beat it, the lions soundly uh, Lamar, you know, his, his rushing yards was up. So I'm going I am going to go rushing 47 and a half for Lamar Jackson. 
But I mean, always a safe bet is fifty four and a half. Mark Andrews, he loves that mm-hmm. guy. So I mean, that to me, that's a safe bet. Um, I'm kind of hesitant, you know. what I'm saying with Zay Flowers, fifty five and a half. I'm really still hesitant with that. So, um, and also I'm, I'm gonna go with. No, I'm not. I was gonna say, try to say <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna go with uh Rondell Moore, twenty four and a half. But I'm just not gonna. I can't. I can't be. Twenty four and a half. He could. He's averaging 25 and a half. Well, I mean, the quarterback position is still not good with me with the Cardinals. That's true. Yeah. And and, and for this game, the Cardinals props are all are not really in because, again, I'm not I don't think Kyler Murray is playing. Kyler Murray is playing, but again, he's, he's fully healthy. So yeah. I guess there is a question mark about that. I would think you wouldn't play him right away. Um he has to get some more reps in after being paying him? healthy. Yeah, if I mean, he's healthy, he's going to play. I got you. But in this game, again, um, this would be my same game parlay. It would be Ravens to win over, go over the nine and a half. Yep. It would be Gus Edwards to have over 59 and a half rushing. Mm. Again, when you have a game where you think is going to be a solid 20-point victory, Two score, three score victory. There's gonna be a lot of rushing in the second half. Mm-hmm. I think the car I think the Ravens get up early. I think in, in anyway, Gus Edwards has consistently gone for last week he had against the Lions 64 yards. The week before that, only 41, but 16 rushes. The week before that, 48. So I think they are going to make sure he gets the rock. He's going to have at least 15 runs, 15 touches, and in a blowout game, he may have even more than that. So that's what I'm going with that. So I'm, and I'm going to pair that with a Mark Andrews over 54 and a half. What do y'all think about that? Uh, again, Ravens to go over the nine and a half. Mark Andrews, 54 and a half. Gus Edwards, 59 and a half. I'm good with that. I, I like it. Yep. I like it a lot. Um, Mark Andrews, I had in a, a ton of parlays last week, and all of his legs hit of it. Yep. It was just the other aspects of it that <laughs> yeah. didn't hit. But uh, Lamar loves getting the ball to Mark Andrews, and yep. Gus Edwards has been doing really well this season, so I like it. Okay, let's skip one next to the next one. Sorry, Kev. It's your, <laughs> turn. It's your, it's your turn to be disappointed in this situation. Bears... Chargers, two very, very disappointed teams. <sighs> Justin Fields out again. Chargers favored in this game by eight and a half, a big spread. Begin the Chargers are two and four. They find ways to lose. They, they just, they just do. Uh, the over under on this is forty six and a half. Uh, Barrett, we'll start with you. What do you like in this? I'm gonna go with the under on this. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't believe at this point. Um, the Chargers know how to win convincingly. They barely know how to win, and they haven't done that in a while. So, I mean, I, I got to go with, with the under. Um, I, don't, I don't think they're going to hit the spread, even mm-hmm. though the, the Bears are they're just a bad team. I just don't think the Chargers know how to win and win soundly. So, um, rushing yards, uh, Austin Eckler, I, I will go with four nine and a half. I, will, I, I think he does that. You know, he'll get over 50 yards rushing. Um, DJ Moore. That's that's tough. Also, as far as receiving yards, fifty eight and a half. But I, I I will go with that. Um, he's shown to be pretty good at at, at times. You know, he looks like a number one receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenyon Allen. That's a safe. That's always a safe bet because he's always going to be open. So, um, eighty two and a half. I know it's a big number, but you know we, we know that Justin Heber can can sling it. You know, what I'm saying he can hold the ball. So. I, those are the only ones I feel comfortable with right now. DJ Moore and both Keenan Allen with the over on their props and uh, Austin Eckler, the over on his rushing yard props. Okay. Hey, guys, remember the Bears won last week. They dominated 
the Raiders. Well, the Raiders are also not yeah, very yeah, good. That's true. But. Just saying, <laughs> playing some good football, and, and 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 they have a young Brock Purdy themselves. Uh, what? <laughs> the Bears, the kid. I don't even know how to say you his last think name. He's a Tyson. Young Tyson. Yeah, bet. Baggin, Badgin? Yeah, I didn't even Badgin. listen to how to say Badgin. I, I mean, I'm just saying. That's that's what the internet was saying. <laughs> that's what the internet's saying. That, that's what the Chicago Bears fans were hoping for, even though, again, I disagree, but it is what it is. Yeah, okay, so my take on... said stop it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Sorry, Ken. Just, uh, just throw it out there. Um, my take on this game is I actually had a few uh, Bears props hit last week. I think I had I had DJ Moore over receiving yards because Tyler Tyson... Tyler. Tyson. Tyson. We can't get his name. So it's right. okay. You don't Tyson. have to at this point. He hasn't done enough in his league for you to. <laughs> but he likes getting the ball to DJ Moore. So, uh-huh. uh, I mean, I, I'll take that over in terms of props. Um, and then I, I believe I had Deontay Foreman over rushing, which I am not going to take in this one. Um, I don't know about the spread. Like the Chargers are a team that I just, in my mind, I still think that they should be so much better than they than they are and their record reflects, which I suppose is the whole issue because I know Staley's, you know, on the hot seat is his job is looking a little more in jeopardy with with each loss that they rack up um so i think with this one i would just go with points i don't know if i take the under though because neither of these teams have a very strong defense and right. they, they both you know know how to score points uh, not that they're super formidable offenses but justin herbert it's still you know can can sling it so right. Uh, there are definitely a few props. I like DJ Moore over receiving. I like Keenan Allen because uh, Justin Herbert loves getting the ball to him over receiving yards as well. I don't know if it's going to be a massive game on the ground for either team though. Yeah, again, I'm I'm going. I it could it can go to fifty points. Like the Bears scored a lot of points last week, but again, I don't see Tyson. Again, I was joking around. I don't see him having another game where he he leads the game for 30, 30 yards. And again. He only threw for, I believe, 162 yards. So it's not like even in that 30-point performance that he was lighting things up. He just played solid football. So, again, I have the charges to win in this game. I got Justin Herbert Herbert to go over 264.5. And and I got uh, Keenan Allen to go over 82.5 just because, yeah, they may lose games, but Justin can still put up yards. And Keenan Allen can still get a lot of receptions in this game. Listen, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll get to our best bets. We'll do a little for real or frauds. Frauds are for real. We're gonna like do it. we're gonna do that a little bit of that. I have three teams for you that I'm throw out there. We're gonna say if they're frauds are for real when it comes to being uh Super Bowl contenders. All right. This is the Sunday spread. Devin Kenny, Sean Bell, Barrett Brooks presented by Bet MGM. Welcome back to the Sunday spread final segment of this week eight edition. Sean Bell, Devin Kenny, Barrett Brooks. So, you know, eight weeks into the season, we sort of know what it is. Right, like teams still have to improve. A lot still has to go down. There'll there'll still be some surprises, but we sort of are kind of figuring out the real contenders at this point and the mm. real pretenders. So I want to start a game called For Real or Frauds. Right? Based on each week, teams that lose, teams that win, who's for real and who are frauds. So I'm gonna give both of y'all four teams and you can tell me what you think when it comes to this discussion. The first team I'm gonna start off with is those Miami Dolphins. They put up 70, and so everybody was awed, right? They still have an offense that puts up a lot of points. They, they, Mike McDaniels knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. at least offensively, but they've only played two teams that are good, and they've lost to both of those teams, the Eagles and the Buffalo Bills. I know the Buffalo Bills have a lot of problems, but still, the Buffalo Bills are real. Dev, I'll start with you. For real or frauds? Frauds. Mm. 
broads. So it's hard because, like, obviously it's a clear distinction between the two. I don't think that they're for real, but I also am not going to go as far to say they're totally fraudulent. But if you look at who they've beaten, it's not super impressive, as we discussed earlier. The few teams that they have played who, you know, have a good quarterback who are a legitimately talented team, they've lost. Um, I think we all look back and it's like, oh, my God, they put up 70 points. But that I mean, the other team probably rolled over when they did that as well. So I just think that we need to look at the big picture when it comes to the Dolphins. Absolutely. You know, you're right with that, because, I mean, they played against a a, a Broncos team that is I mean, you. They weren't even fielding a, a competitive team. I don't right. think they wanted to be competitive. So when I look at, you know, the teams they've beaten, they've only had five combined total of the five teams they beat, their records are they've only won five games. So at this point, I can't say that they're for real. And then, you know, their offensive line is beat up. They're starting centers out, you know, against the Eagles. They're starting um left guard, got put out the game, and they weren't able to run the ball. Tua got antsy in the pocket. You know, they heated him up a little bit. So I think there's a game plan now on how to stop that offense. You got to out-physical that speed. You know what I'm saying? You punch a guy in the mouth, them legs get real weak. And I think that's what the Eagles shown that they could do against that team. So I'm I'm not going to say that they're not for real to me. You know, speed, they say speed kills. But also, you know, you give them a couple body blows, they're done. So I I just think you just play physical with them. Plus, you know, Xavier Howard didn't play and – you know, I just think they're a fraud team because they beat up on teams that they're supposed to beat. Yeah, I'm going fraud too. Again, when we talk about fraud, it's Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to make the playoffs. They're going to win yeah. 11 games. They're frauds. If they get punched in the mouth, they are the they're Vikings. not going to win. Yeah. yeah. If the they Vikings get punched in the mouth, they're going to get out tough, out yeah. physical, and all the good teams are going to do that to you, right? The Bills are going to do that to you. The Eagles are going to do that to you. The Ravens are going to do that to you. You're going to get punched in the mouth, and can you respond? And this team doesn't seem to have that type of toughness right. on either side of the ball. Now, I know it was Avon Howard be back, Jalen Ramsey positionally be back, so the defense is going to be a little bit better, but – in the trenches, what are you? It, it doesn't seem like they're good enough for me in the trenches. Next, for real or frauds, my San Francisco 49ers. Parrot, <laughs> uh, we'll start with you this time. For real or frauds? You would love for me to say that they were frauds, but I can't do it, man. I mean, they're, be, they're built soundly. I like their offensive line. They got the best left tackle in the NFL, you know, and Trent Williams. But, you know, if he plays, they play great because they could protect Brock Purdy. If he doesn't play, because he's hurt right now, it's going to be tough for them to protect Brock Purdy. And, they, you know, if you can't protect him, he gets a little gun shy. I like their running game. You know, Christian McCaffrey's the best that ever did it, you know, at this point. Um, Debo Samuels, he's been out the past couple of weeks. When he comes back, they'll definitely be for real. But right now, I still say they're for real just because their defense is so good. They got the best linebacker core in the league. And, um, you know, I just like the way they do it. They can brush the passer and heat up your quarterback. So at this point, I'm going to say that they're definitely for real. Dev? I hate to say that too. Just I was just going to say, I hate to say this. <laughs> um, I think they're for real. I mean, Barrett just said it. You know, they have so much talent um, on both sides of the ball. And Chris McCaffrey is one of the best, if not the best player in the league. Uh, can't deny that. No matter who is their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we'd like to give you a hard time because I don't think Brock Purdy is an elite quarterback, but I think the pieces around him make them a for real team. 
Yeah. You know, I'm going to say for real. You know what I mean? And if they're all healthy, they're for real, for real. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, if yeah. you know, what I mean, the game against Cleveland, both Debo and Christian went out basically in the second quarter. Um, Trent Williams went out last week. Debo wasn't there. Trent wasn't there. If they're fully healthy, they're going to be a for real team. Uh, and I think Brock Purdy will play well if they're fully healthy. Next, uh, for real or frauds, uh, I think we're all going to be on the same page with this dude, the Dallas Cowboys. I'll start with this one. The frauds. Frauds. Again, frauds. they're similar to the Dolphins. No, I, I no know, notes. Yeah. I know, <laughs> I know this sounds like hate from people coming from Philadelphia, but another team that gets punched in the mouth. Yes. Right? Like, like the Dolphins, again, they get punched in the mouth. But when mm -hmm. they have to face tough physical games, they get punched in the mouth and they don't have the clutch gene. Mm hmm. Right. That's what happened in the last two playoffs against the 49ers and the playoffs before that and the playoffs before that and the playoffs before that. Mm -hmm. So frauds to me. What do you got, uh, Dev? What you think? The Cowboys are no are fraudulent. No, no. <laughs> uh, no, they're I mean, I think it comes down to Dak. Dak is a fraud. Um, you look at their hot and cold play so far this season. I will say as an Eagles fan, they always play the Eagles really competitively. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't love how a lot of people in Philly and, and around the NFC East, like everyone just hates the Cowboys. So you kind of just count them out, because, especially when, you know, Dak goes ahead and, and does what he does best, which is you turn the ball over. Um, but you also like they can they have I guess what I'm trying to say is the Cowboys have potential. You just hope that they don't live up to that potential when they're playing your team because they have the possibility to be a talented superior team. They just never quite get there. Yeah. They'll get to the playoffs, but Right. Hard. Like they're they're gonna make their playoffs. They're gonna be competitive, but they're gonna lose and they're gonna fail. They're not gonna win the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. I, I I'm gonna say frauds and basically what you guys were talking about, but I think their mm. biggest their biggest handicap is their quarterback. Dak is not consistent and you gotta be consistent. When you're a quarterback, you gotta be consistent. You gotta be that pillar in the locker room. And I don't think that the rest of the team really respects him in that, in that aspect. Um, they don't believe that he can lead them to a Super Bowl. They don't believe he can lead them to the playoffs. So I just, I just don't think that, you know, because he plays so frenetic, you know, he played great one day and then the next day he just plays like he's just terrible. Mm -hmm. I, I'm going to say they're frauds because of that. I mean, look at the weapons that they have. You know, Michael Gallup, Brandon Cooks, C.D. Lamb. You know, C.D. Lamb can go out there and, and be unstoppable. But, he, you know, if Dak can get in the ball, it means nothing. That defense, I thought that defense was going to be really, really good. But it comes out, you know, they've been playing like frauds also. So you think about the pass rush, the Marcus Lawrence, you know, all those guys rushing the pass, Michael Parsons. All you got to do is double-team Michael Parsons. Nobody else steps up. So that's why I'm saying they're fraudulent at this point. Okay. Next one, Ravens. Got a big win against Detroit, but still before that, the offense hasn't hasn't clicked like mm -hmm. you thought it would click. Mm -hmm. Dev, for real or frauds? I think they're for real. I think they're. Ta I mean, I, I think Lamar is extremely talented. Extremely talented, not untalented. I don't know what I'm saying <laughs> right now. Um, I just think that they haven't fully clicked yet. And when they played against the Lions in Week Seven, we saw them finally click. Now the question is whether they can continue to do that and play. Mm -hmm consistently well especially on the offensive side of the ball and also stay healthy because they've had a lot of injuries um but i think when all that's in play then they're for real i don't think they're frauds i'm gonna i'm gonna go with frauds wow i'm gonna say and the reason why i say that because this defense is supposed to be all world um they got you know once again two of the best linebackers in the league and um roquan smith and patrick queen um 
I don't see a lot from them from a, you know, rushing the quarterback standpoint. That's why I'm saying they're frauds. This defense is supposed to be leading this team. When you look at Lamar, he's inconsistent in the aspect that he has weapons to go down the field, mm-hmm. but he doesn't use them all the time. I mean, and you got you got Odell, you got Zay Flowers, and that rookie can play, man. Yeah. And then you got Nelly, you know, Nelson Aguilar. You have the weapons to do it. They protect him okay. He should be doing a lot more in okay. the air. Yeah. You know, a lot more in the air. I, I say frauds also. I just don't have, feel confident enough that they have enough explosiveness on, explosiveness on offense. They don't use it. To beat the Kansas City Chiefs, to beat the, some of yeah. those teams. So I'm going to say fraudulent because, again, really tough team, a playoff team, a, play, a team that's going to make the playoffs and win one game. But I think they're going to be out. All right, we got two minutes left. So let's quickly go through our best bets. Dev, we'll start with you. Oh, my gosh. Uh, let me pull. go to Barrett first. Ah, <laughs> I don't yeah. have my notes up. <laughs> we'll go to you. Best bets real quick. Uh, two minutes. Um, if I'm gonna go best bets, um, I I, I actually like what the Eagles are are gonna do in this next game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go with the over in points. I think it's gonna be a sound sound victory for this for this Eagles team. But rushing the balls, where I say Swift, he'll get his. And um, in this matchup, I think he'll. You know, this is where they're gonna run the ball consistently, and because of that, it's gonna allow it's gonna it's gonna open up the interior of this defense mm-hmm. uh, of the defense. So you're going to see Goddard. Goddard and his receiving props. Goddard will be 40 and a half. I think that, you know, that's be a, that'll be a safe bet. And then I'm still going to go with A.J. Brown, um, 88 and a half, even though he'll have like 125 or 130, just so he mm. keeps the streak going. And then my rushing, uh, my rushing props on this, DeAndre Swift, 63 and a half. I think that's a safe bet because they're going to run the ball. They're going to get up on him and run the ball consistently in the second half mm-hmm. for sure. Got you, Dev. Back All right, you. I'm ready now. Sorry. Uh, I like um, A.J. Brown over 88 and a half receiving yards. I think they're going to go for that record, um, especially knowing Nick Sirianni. I like Rams plus six and a half. I like Steelers also covering the spread at home. Uh, I also, this is my like spicy best bet, like Desmond Ritter over 219 and a half passing yards. Because um, the Titans Des- secondary. That is spicy. <laughs> the Titans secondary is not good. They're allowing yeah. over 100 rate to, and their 30th in completion percentage allowed uh, to opposing offenses and especially their passing attacks. And I know the Falcons, you know, rely heavily on their run game, but I actually think this is going to be a pass heavy game. So and I like we, Desmond Ritter. And we finessed them too. Got their best DB out of there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Got their got their safety. He's in Philadelphia now, so uh, I think it's going to be a big air game for Desmond Ritter and the Falcons. I'm going to parlay some big ones, N- not some big. I'm talking about big spreads. Dolphins over the Patriots nine and a half. Trust a bad team to be bad. Don't overthink it. Bad teams are going to be bad. But I feel like we can't do that this season. Uh, yeah, exactly. Sounds I, sounds simple. But... I feel like you can when it comes to teams like the Broncos. So, so parlay that with the Chiefs and the Broncos, seven. Those two games I'm going to parlay together because I think it's easy money, and I might add the 49ers to that game, 49ers money line. 49ers money line parlayed with uh, those two games because I think they're going to cover pretty easily because they're going to be pissed off and they're going to score a lot of points. Listen, this has been the Sunday spread. Once again, Devin Caney, Barrett Brooks, Sean Bell, giving you the best of the best or the best of the rest, however you want to look at it. When it comes to winning. We try our best. Yes, exactly. When it comes to winning this money, of course, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Have a great football Sunday.